0: Welcome to the Cultivate Legacy podcast. Did you know that you have the potential to cultivate a life that makes an impact today and leaves a legacy into the future? God has created you for a purpose and designed you to live a life rooted in Him, flourishing through Him and impacting because of Him in every area of your life. And maybe you believe this too, but sometimes life happens and circumstances distract you from what abundant life in Christ really looks like. Especially when you are raising children, managing a household, helping put food on the table, and trying not to waste the life that God has given you. If this sounds familiar, you're in the right place, friend. And wherever you are, I pray today's episode breathes fresh encouragement into you as you cultivate a life of impact and legacy right where you are today. Because you are a daughter of the King, made for a purpose and designed to reflect Him as you impact eternity. I'm your host, Shelly Tyson. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. It is a brand new episode, and today is the day where I am going to reveal some things that God has been teaching me over the last year. Honestly, if you listen to the past episode just last week, I was talking a lot about this feeling of restlessness that God has walked me through over the course of 2022, if you're listening in real time. And this week, I want to start filling in some gaps for you In this story of restlessness and really God preparing me for what was next. And so today we're going to talk about when the next best step is not what you expected. I don't know if you have experienced this at all of, you know, feeling this sense of restlessness and then God reveals um, something to you and it kind of catches you blindside and you're wondering, really, God? really. And I have definitely had that experience. And I think maybe this is a little bit harder for me because surrender is hard for me. It always has been. Um, I like to go all in. I like to do things 110%. And I like to steward things well that God has given me to hold. And so a lot of times when I go through these seasons of restlessness and God is asking me to open my hands Feels really super difficult. And I've definitely been in that season recently. And as God began to prepare me in the past few months for the clarity that I was really praying for, I kept being reminded of a verse in Jeremiah that talks about trees being planted by the living streams of God. So no matter the season, they always bear fruit. It's in Jeremiah 17, 8. And that started being my prayer as I began to open my hands slowly but surely with everything that God has given me, particularly in the last five years since becoming an entrepreneur. And last September, uh, September 15th, uh, to be exact, that was the day that I really felt my hands completely release everything. Um, In fact, I was sitting in the car. I had taken our second daughter, Kate, to her ballet class. And it just so happened that my husband, Brian, was able to come home and watch the other three kids. So I was able to go by myself. And if you're a parent, you understand what kind of golden gift that is to be able to sit just in the car by yourself um, while you're waiting for a child to come out of an extracurricular activity. And so I was sitting in the car in our church parking lot waiting for Kate to come out of her ballet ballet class. And I was just praying and listening to some worship music and just really laying everything down um, before the Lord. And as I sat there praying, I just felt this overwhelming sense of relief And it wasn't because I immediately knew why God had taken me through this season of restlessness, but it was more a sense of relief of laying everything at God's feet and knowing that he could be trusted with that. And that when it was his time um, in his perfect timing, that the pieces of the puzzle would fit together. Again, I still had no idea what uh, the restlessness meant why I had been through that season of restlessness, but it was for the first time, I think in many, many months that I truly felt the relief that comes from opening your hands and surrendering completely to the Lord. And I, I think in my gut, I knew that God was asking me to release everything because he wanted to put something else in my hands, but I just didn't know what that thing was. And the following weekend, I went on a, just a weekend retreat with my gut Culture coaches. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a guide culture coach. Guide culture is a sales training company that I've coached with um, for two years. And when I say that the people that are in this company that I coach alongside are the best people to be with when you're in a season of restlessness, I am not making an overstatement. These people are driven towards persuading for good through communication, they're incredible people with hearts. For people, they are on mission to uh, make other people's lives better, and so for me to walk into a weekend alongside these people at this particular time for in my personal life was truly a gift. And it was during that weekend that we had a chance to get alone for several hours, um, which also, yes, is a golden gift. And we were allowed to just sit with the Lord and ask the Lord what our intentions for the next five to 10 years should be and not necessarily goal setting per se, but simply just sitting with the Lord and saying, what do I need to be purposeful about in the next five to 10 years? And what does that look like? And what are some of the hurdles that may come um, along the way as I pursue those things? And what are some things that I can do right now to start setting myself on a path towards the intention that I need to have towards the things that, honestly, we believed that God had put before us. And it wasn't nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be. As an overthinker, sometimes I think we can go into these kind of goal-setting, intention-setting type scenarios and feel a lot of pressure to overthink. And I felt just a lot of relief and peace that the Lord was going to be able to speak through this uh, couple of hours that I had alone with him. And so I didn't overthink, I just journaled for the whole time. And uh, we had some prompts that were super helpful to some questions that we could answer uh, to help kind of guide us through the process of setting these intentions. And of course, it was by a picturesque lake, the the weather was perfect. Um, And it was just such a beautiful time to kind of bookend the restlessness, the release that I had felt the September 15th, and then the looking ahead to say, okay, what is it that God is wanting me to put my time and attention into? And it was during this couple of hours that God revealed to me what it was that he was wanting me to completely let go. And I have to say at the outset, before I tell you what it is, at the outset I walked into this weekend knowing clearly that God was asking me to lay something down. What I didn't know is what that thing was. And I had these um, leanings towards certain things that I had been doing, but I just, I honestly didn't know. And as I was journaling and then looking back at all the things that I wrote down for the next five to 10 years, there was one thing that did not make it into any of the things that I had written down. And it was Cultivate. I know I I was shocked after two years of pouring time and energy and money and heart into this mission. It seemed completely shocking to me that I had not written down the word cultivate the mission, cultivate anything in any of the things I had written down over the, those two hours sitting by that Lake. And as I lifted my head and put my pen down, somehow I just, I just knew Maybe it was the Holy Spirit. Um, Maybe it was something else. I, I would like to believe that it was the Holy Spirit because I had been in a season of prayer and sitting and waiting before the Lord, asking him for clarity. But all I know is that it was so crystal clear. And for the first time all year, honestly, I had clarity and peace. There was unbelievable peace. And somehow down deep, down inside in my gut, I really knew that this was going to be the right decision. But I knew one of the first things that I was going to need to do was talk with people around me who I trusted, who I have gleaned wisdom from in the past, who I look up to. I needed them to look into to what I was saying and say, you know, is this Am I off track here? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Am, am I listening to the Lord in the wrong way? Um, what are my motives here? I just, I needed some feedback and I knew that I was in the perfect place for feedback there at that guy culture retreat. And so I walked off the dock by the lake that day, feeling this unbelievable wave of peace. I can't even describe the peace that I felt, and I immediately walked up the hill, sat down at the pool, and started talking to my other coach friends about what I had just discovered in these two hours sitting by this lake. And they all looked at me and smiled and said, "Wow, it makes so much sense to us." You know, it's it's funny how sometimes when we are in a season of wanting clarity. All we really need to do is go talk to people that we trust, that the Lord has used in our lives to speak truth over us, that see things in us that maybe we don't see, and we sit down with them and the clarity is there. And so what I really gained from those conversations around the pool that day with these friends that I have come to love and admire and look up to was that the wisdom that a community has can be confirmatory of the things that God is doing in your life. They can challenge you. They can also be used as confirmations to what God is, is guiding you to, to what he's calling you to. And so I walked away from that coach retreat and I went home and that Sunday evening I sat down with Brian on the couch. We were watching Sunday night football. And I asked him to mute it. And I said, babe, I have something that I need to tell you. I I feel like God is leading me to lay cultivate down. And he looked at me and he said the exact same thing that my friends around the pool said. He said, it makes so much sense to me too. You see, what I didn't realize was that the threads of what God has been doing in my own life over the last five years have all been connected and leading me towards him. And none of them have been destinations. My network marketing business in 2017 was not a destination. It was a stepping stone. Going and taking guide culture in 2020 was not a destination. It was a stepping stone. Starting Cultivate at the end of 2020 was not a destination. It is simply a stepping stone. And I think that is what open-handed living leads us to is not putting all of our eggs in one basket to the things that God has called us to rather seeing each one of them as being a vehicle for us to love him more and to love others. And in this process of seeing that maybe cultivate was something that I needed to set down to, to release, um, I began to see that God had given me a a different type of passion and vision for moving forward with teaching and communicating and helping others learn how to communicate clearly with the people that are around them in a way that does persuade for good. And to be perfectly honest with y'all, I don't really know exactly what this is going to look like. And we're going to talk more about this in the next episode because there are some other things that I want to share with you. Um, But what I have learned from this particular part of the story of restlessness that God is merciful and sometimes he blocks your vision for something because he needs you to be able to wholeheartedly focus on something else. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes in God's mercy, he blocks your vision for something because he needs you to be able to focus wholeheartedly on something else. And it doesn't mean that the thing that you're releasing and letting go is a bad thing. Cultivate has been an incredible, incredible thing to be a part of over the last couple of years. But what it does mean is that for some reason that I know that God will make clear at some point, he needs my vision to be laser focused somewhere else. And that is going to require me to set something down. And I don't know if you've ever been in this place before either, where you feel like you're focusing on a lot of good things, but God is really calling you to focus on one of the best things. And in order to do that, he needs you to release something. And does it mean it's going to be hard? Yes. Yes. I cannot even tell you some of the things that have happened over the last few weeks that have had me on a roller coaster of celebrating and excitement about what the next season is and also a lament and a sorrow that it is gonna require me to make some changes in the rhythms of podcasting and emailing and coaching and some things like that 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 are hard to step away from because those are all such good things. But what I do know in this season is I've been reminded over and over and over that nothing is wasted in God's economy. And that ultimately, if he is calling me to release something, I have two choices. I can obey and open myself up to being able to pursue him more fully, or I can disobey and take the consequences that will come from that and I know that as a daughter of the King, my best life is lived when I am in complete surrender and obedience to my King. And so for that reason, I am saying a wholehearted yes to laying this thing down. I still have incredible peace that this is what I need to do. It doesn't mean that it's easy or that even telling you on this podcast is somehow, something that I really want to celebrate but what I am telling you is that nothing is wasted in God's economy and I hope and pray that by sharing this part of my story that I will encourage you too if you were in a place of restlessness and sensing that God is asking you to release your grasp on something so that you can be open and ready for him to put something else into your hands And in all of that, to know that he is sovereign, that he is in control, and that we don't have to worry about messing up by taking a wrong step because we're not that powerful. His purposes will be fulfilled in my life and in your life as we continue to open our hands to what he has for us next. So my prayer is, That this will breathe encouragement into you as I am opening my hands and as I am taking a step of faith into some things that I still don't have complete clarity on, but that it would also be an encouragement to you if you're in a place of, of wondering, am I supposed to release my grasp? And I'm here to tell you when you walk in obedience and you open your hands, the peace that will come is Far, far, far greater than the restlessness that you're going to feel trying to hold too tightly to things that are not meant for you. So next, next week on the episode, we'll be talking about how God began to confirm that this was the next step. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. But until then, my prayer for you is that you too would believe that nothing is wasted in God's economy, that his plan for you is for your good and for his glory. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening today. If today's episode resonated and encouraged you, would you do me a favor and leave a review? This helps me know how to serve you better in this space and helps others find this podcast too. And if you have a friend who might find this episode meaningful, please share it with them. As always, it is a joy for me to connect with you over on Instagram at Cultivate underscore Legacy or via my website at CultivateLegacy.org. Until next time, friend, keep digging, planting, and watering your roots in Jesus as you abide in him and produce fruit through him. I'll talk to you soon.